Greetings and welcome to the MHIS Humanities Podcast channel, your own digital classroom. I am Caleb Stokes, the head of the Humanities Department at MHIS and the digital curator of this collection. This channel serves as the hub for all audio material produced in the Humanities Department of Manor Hall International School in Al Ain, United Arab Emirates. The topics you will be exposed to on this channel vary greatly as the material is created in a multitude of classes, including World War I, globalization, global citizenship, philosophy, current events, and even gaming and strategy. The types of material created on this channel will also vary greatly. Much of it is student initiated. You may hear an interview with a student during a simulation, a dramatic reading of a letter sent from the front lines of World War I, a poem created by a student in an attempt to empathize with the plight of refugees, a guided meditation created by a philosophy student, or any number of other creative audio material. Thanks so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. Hello, my name is Elio. I'm part of group four. My two matchups were Mussolini and Joanna Bark. Um, the better leadership style was Joanna Bark because she rose, she rose to power by fighting wars against, uh, against uh, another European colonies. The greater influencer was Joanna Bark again because she, all of Europe knew her as a great fighter. And like she, and like a lot of countries wanted her to uh, her to fight for like their country. But the most successful vision was Mussolini because Joanna Arc died doing uh, she she died by being burned to death by the English. So Mussolini Mussolini had the better had more time to complete his goals. Um, the better the better legacy left behind was by Joanna Arc. Because she left a stronger country behind and more free and more stronger than before. Okay, what was the vote on uh, on this? The vote was uh, Joanna Bark, which is four to one. I mean, four to, uh, three to one. Three to one. Who was the dissenting vote on that? I think, think Hazza. Hazza, why did you vote for not Joanna Bark? Do you remember? Joanna Bark. And Akhtar Mussolini Zakar. And the other My name is Khalifa, group four. My matchups are Margaret Thatcher and Salabini. Who had the better leadership style? I would say Salabini because he had to work for his uh, leadership skill and he had a better influence over, the, over Margaret Thatcher where he wanted freedom for the Muslims and defeated the Kurdish in many, many wars. Yeah. And who had the better rise to power? Uh, I, would, I would say uh, Margaret Hatcher because she had to work for her power. And uh, Salabini was uh, an Egyptian sultan. Yeah, who had, who was given, who was given, who was given power from his uh, father, and uh, Margaret Hatcher had to work hard in the health and politics, and had to fight a lot of candidates to win as her vote as prime minister. 
who had the better influence? I would say Salabini. Salabini had an influence for the Muslims to have a better future for freedom. And uh, that's what he did. He gave them he gave them what they wanted, which is freedom and uh, and, success, and wealth. Who was more successful? Uh, Salabini was more successful as he as he won many many as he won many wars in uh, against the Kurdish. But there was one sad part, uh, one sad addition uh, that he lost one war against the uh, the Kurdish. But what raised what raised him to this, to be successful was his powers was his power and skill and leadership skill and his freedom to fight for his rights, for his people's rights and his own rights for the kingdom. Uh, who left a better legacy? Uh, Salabini left a big uh, legacy as one of the greatest leaders in the greatest strategic leaders in the whole Middle East. And the final winner is Salabini. Uh, vote three to one. Three to one, okay. Um, my name is Judy, and today, and we're in Group One, and I'm with Leila and Amani. And my first matchup is Shaka Zulu and Kublai Khan. And when we talked about who had the better leadership, we said Shaka Zulu because he was a participatory leader, and he joined the and he joined in military activities with his people in the kingdom. And Kublai Khan was authoritarian, which is kind of strict on his people and kingdom, so we chose Shaka Zulu in that one. And who had a more compelling rise up story? And we chose Shaka Zulu because he consolidated his power through a series of wars and against the neighboring people. And he like, you know, joined with other people while Kublai Khan was after his father died, he just went into power as like like what? that. <laughs> and which leader had a greater influence? We said Shaka Zulu because he used his strength, courage, and unique fighting methods to be one of the one of the most famous warriors in the clan. And he he's remembered a lot in South Africa as one of the most greatest leaders. Um, which leader was more successful as, at implementing their vision? We said Shaka because he he had a vision to like upgrade his kingdom and be like he didn't want to leave anyone out in, in a way, and he didn't want to treat anyone unequally. And that's what we said. Who uh, who left the greatest le uh, legacy after their death? We said Kublai Khan because. He showed great intelligence in using partial adoption of Chinese political traditions and divide and rule tactics to help an administration of large empire. He will always be remembered as a man who introduced new scientific and modern ideas to his followers. So the winner here is Shaka Zulu. Um, I was voted um, here, two to one. I was like, who was the negative? Who said no to Shaka Zulu? I, I think I did pick Shaka Zulu, but like I was close to picking Kublai Khan because like he like he's the son of or like the grandson of um, what is it? 
Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan. And, like, um, like, he said he just, like, rose to power, but he didn't because, like, all his relatives and, like, grandsons and stuff, like, they fought for, like, months and stuff. Like, and many people died just to get that spot. And he didn't, like, he didn't, like, put it to waste. Like, he actually, like, worked for it. And okay, he, so he didn't necessarily just get everything from yeah, his grandpa. He, worked, yeah. he did have to work for it. Now mm. the empire was created by his grandpa. Yeah. But he had to fight to take over the empire, mm. is what you're saying. And, like, his grandpa's not, like, a dumb person. He knows. He knows. <laughs> I know. Like, he knows he's going to, like, hand over to the right person. So that's why, I, like, I was, I'll, I'll pick the card. Okay. Next matchup. My name is Layla from Group 1, and my matchup is between Mary Antoinette and Franklin D. Roosevelt. So uh, we said that FDR had a better leadership style since he had a very good bond with the public, and he reshaped America while joining and helping up with others. Uh, but And he had a better rise to power since Mary Antoinette has married a prince and they were immediately elected as king and queen. So there isn't a backstory for their eyes. And um, FDR had a better, a greater influence since Mary got convicted for being unaware for what she said to the poor. So FDR had a better influence and as a stronger leader. FDR was much more successful since he was working with Congress and passed 15 major pieces of lawmaking, including a series of banking and financial reform, while Mary Antoinette was publicly guilted. So, so basically, um, FDR had a, left a better legacy. He, he made a greater country and improved a lot, while... Mary Antoinette didn't leave much behind her since she didn't live that long and she wasn't a queen that has improved her country to better, but she was actually killed by the people of her country. So the vote was three to zero. <laughs> All right, so FDR takes that one. Yeah. yeah, okay. So my two leaders are Cleopatra and Mangut. I'm not 100% sure how to say it. So who's a better? Who has a better leadership style? Um, I, we don't know like much about how both of them like ruled, but I think it might be Cleopatra. Although Mangkut had great ideas for his country, I wouldn't pick him because he mainly like focused on like helping other countries and getting his like countries on higher like, a higher rank, and he didn't like really focus on helping his own country. And while Cleopat Cleopatra was focused on helping her own country, even if it meant like tearing her like reputation with other countries. So who had a more compelling rise story? Uh, I picked Cleopatra for this one because like Kamang Kut's like, so it says like um, his way of getting leadership is sort of like a monarch. So um, I can Cleopatra like, it's also sort of a monarch, but like her just sounds more interesting because like her and her brother got to rule and they were married. So it kind of like gave attention to it. It was, it was kind of weird. So which leader had greater influence and in, in, uh, I think I also picked Cleopatra for this one <laughs> because, like, um, she she was like now known, like right now, as like a female empowering because, like, she's like a female um, ruler, I guess. Um, 
and Mankou, like he was he was like successful in his own like country in in, in some way but like no one you're not going like no one's going to really know who Mankou was so that's why i picked him he like did i'm not saying that he didn't do anything well for his country it's just like he's not really like he didn't get influenced like no one like no one's going to probably remember <laughs> that sounds mean but it's probably true which leader was more successful in, in, in implicating their vision? This question was difficult for me because, like, we don't know Cleopatra's vision, and <clears throat> Manku, like, he had like a really small vision, so I can I don't know who to pick. Like, um, Cleopatra did like pick a lot, do a lot of good stuff for our countries. We're not really sure on her vision, and I kind I also picked Cleopatra because um, she. Like it's although her vision wasn't clear, she did come like do a lot of stuff for her country. She um she stabilized her economy and managed vast bureaucracy and curbed corruption by priests and official. And when a drought hit, she opened the grade grade ears to her pub to the public to like get in. Um, Manku like Man I wait what. <laughs> Manku had like good like vision and like a proper vision, but it was I didn't pick him because it was like a small vision and like I don't think he thought what was going to happen after it. So that's why I also picked Cleopatra. And who left a greater legacy behind? Um, this question's kind of clear because everyone already knows who Cleopatra was. So I also picked Cleopatra for this one because um, Cleop most people like know who she is and like admire her for her like female empowering so i also picked cleopatra and the vote was three to zero um i said that i picked cleopatra because what she did was good but she's also kind of on the narcissistic side true she she was like oh you know i matter even though i like my citizens i'm above them in every single <laughs> way and i just thought that was a kind of a turn off for me so i just but what she did was actually good. I just, if she didn't have that narcissistic trait, it would have been even better. Okay, so that might hurt her later on. Yeah. Turn, yeah. That's what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. I can see why people like didn't pick her, but I also wasn't. I was also gonna pick Manku at the end, but like in like looking not at reputation wise, just like leadership wise and what she did, I think it's kind of clear that she would win. I also picked Cleopatra because she was a very passionate and she was a very strong leader and she built her country in a good way and she had a control of everything going on, although she died uh, by suicide. So she was a great leader, although there were a lot of cons. Reputation. Yeah. A lot of flaws. Right, what's the last matchup we guys had? It was between Franco and Nebuchadnezzar. The second. Nebuchadnezzar. 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 <laughs> the second. So we said that Nebuchadnezzar had, was a fair and a very participatory leader, while Franco was an authoritarian and he was a very ruthless person. And who was more compelling to rise to the power story? Franco, he became the head of rebel national nationalist government on October 1st, but did not gain complete control of his country for more than three years. While Nebuchadnezzar, 
he got his power and leadership <laughs> place after his dad died. So he had like control of the Babylon country. Babylon. And the leader that was much more successful at implementing their vision was Nebuk. <laughs> Since he was much more successful and actually set his goal for his country after the death, after his death of his dad, who was the leader, he ruled his country great and made his people very happy. And he also had a better influence since he built his country greatly and made, and he is he as well made the hanging gardens, which got him really famous and very known between people. Um, and he also left a good legacy, but Franco's vengeful triumphalism had had been frosted in the military academies, where officers' creds, cadets were trained to regard Regarding. democracy as signifi- signifying signifying disorder and re- regional separatism. Yeah. It's very hard to say these words. <laughs> and we picked. We picked three to the vote was three to zero because we thought that Nebuch had a better influence between people and he built his country much better and a lot of he was very famous for a lot of uh, achievements he has done uh, better than Franco mm. since uh, Franco was hated by a lot of people. And he killed a lot of people, yeah. so he was hated a lot. So I think Nebuchadnezzar was the winner. Nebuchadnezzar. Um, he, Franco was also like a war criminal, which is a very bad thing to do as a leader. Yeah, and usually you don't want to be that. Yeah, he, he, people still protest about him mm-hmm. in Spain. Like I've seen an article that says that people still pro- protest outside of the Spanish embassy, I think about him and how he wasn't a great leader because he killed a lot of people for no reason and he was a war criminal. All right, thank you guys very much. My name is Lars Jamus, group four. My matchup was Bismarck and George, uh, Ottoman von Bismarck and George Washington. George Washington had a better style of leadership as He was really smart, he was straightforward with his actions, and he created a very powerful country out of nothing. Bismarck, on the other hand, had a compelling rise to power story. He had a lot of failures during his startup. He struggled with his career, but after after failing at law, he decided to continue as a politician in which he had a very ambitious rise to power. George Washington had great influence in uh, he had great influence influence in America because he basically laid the groundwork for all the future presidencies and he also decided to step down when it was his time and he didn't continue on this is what made him known more famously for who George Washington also implemented his vision more successfully than Bismarck because his vision was a powerful and stable America, which is a dream come true to his vision. While Bismarck, his 
vision changed a lot during his career. And while he did succeed with some of his visions, he also laid the groundwork for the world wars by creating a powerful world power known as Germany. It, the final winner was George Washington. It was three to one. And uh, I was the one I voted for Bismarck since he had, he had traits and that really helped him during his career. He was persevered. He had perseverance. He got back up whenever he failed. And sadly, the other group mates picked George Washington. My name is Hazza. I'm in group four. My two leaders are Mansa Musa and Humber. The better style of leadership was Mansa Musa. He, he had a better style of leadership because he he was a leader with a great leadership skills. He also gifted local and national leaders with gift of great wealth while establishing good relationship with the rulers through the world. The rise of power, Hanbury was better because uh, he was uh, an Amorite first dynasty king of the city, state of Babel, and inherited the power from his father. Uh, the one who had great influence was Mansa Musa because he was giving away money and gold when he traveled to Mecca. The more successful their vision, Mansa Musa, because he completed his walk to Mecca. And Mansa Musa, uh, he left the greatest legacy behind after his death because he completed uh, his walk to Mecca and uh, he was the largest uh, man in history. And Mansa Musa won. Okay, what was the vote? You know? Four to one. Four, four zero? No, four and one. Four. Are there like four people in this group? Mm. He means, he means three. Three to one. Okay, so three to one vote. Who voted for? I think it was Zoe. Ah, okay, we'll talk a little